Hello, and welcome to Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. In this series of podcasts, Sean and I are going to be talking about business topics and adventures, that work-life balance that everybody needs. So sit back and enjoy the show. Sean, how you doing today? Good, Les. How are you this week? I am doing good. This is uh, podcast number two. Two, yeah, on the restart. I guess we call them two prime or something. Yeah, 2.0. Yeah, 2.0, or <laughs> something like that. Uh, man versus business 2.0. Yeah. There you go. I, I, actually, I guess the uh, the show wouldn't be called 2.0. It's the original show. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so we uh, so we have picked out a topic for uh, for this week, and I think uh, it's probably based on some some reality. But uh, the title of this show is not jumping to conclusions. So, Sean, this is one that you picked. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you why don't you kind of start us off a little bit? Well, I, I realized that uh, that that you have to be careful when dealing not only with customers. Or even even you know internal employees, whether subordinates or or leaders above you know your position, is that based on on certain information, you should be very cautious in jumping to a conclusion, and and look for all avenues of information. Okay, so you you kind of want to get to the answer quickly. That's what I, I I always prided myself on as as I was working in different companies and doing different things and you know doing things. Um, pretty well at each at each location was being right and being fast. I like to be right and be fast. But uh, the more I I learn and the more I deal with people and different scenarios, um, being right and being fast is good. But making sure that that uh, your your quality and conclusions are supported is the most important thing. I mean, I haven't I, ha- I really haven't gotten burned, but but uh, I, I could have gotten burned in some documentation that I was going to write to a customer because of, of, a, of an issue. Now, the issue does exist, but it does not get elevated. This issue does not elevate to a, a bigger uh, problem with a piece of equipment. Put it that way. So, so I, I, think, I think one of the things that you mentioned at the very beginning of this uh, is, is something very important that we need to touch on. And that was asking a lot of questions. Right. So, so isn't that kind of the key to to what you're talking about? Is is how do you mitigate the jumping to conclusions? I think one of the major um, components to doing that is asking a lot of questions. Definitely asking a lot of questions and and guiding the questions into getting the answers, not getting into what your conclusion could be. Right. You know what I mean, because and I do believe in a gut gut feeling. We talked a little bit about this earlier, like. If you have a gut feeling that that's good, that's a good input, but it's not the majority of the input as to how you would you would react and then convey your your remedy. See, the thing is, is that when you do have an issue and you're you've got to come to a conclusion, you don't want to you don't want to have a, a fix for it based on limited information. So asking more questions to make sure that you've got the whole the whole issue covered is is something that I you know I just wanted to bring up and say hey you know what we should all we should all kind of slow down and think about the entire um, 
universe of what is happening. So well, and I also think that um, through this process, you don't want to introduce your own bias. You know, yeah, you don't, I mean, yeah, you don't want to show that you're biased because you think you know what the answer is, right? Exactly. So I think that's part of asking the questions and, of course, asking them in an appropriate way to where you're not making a biased judgment or statement. Now, I, I do think at some point you are going to have to make a decision. You know, we as leaders are going to have to make decisions. But part of being a leader is making sure you're doing your appropriate due diligence. Is that the right, right way of saying it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So due diligence. I, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think that uh, doing that due diligence is, and it's almost like um, uh, the thought process of doing your proper planning before you uh, dive into making a change. This is kind of along the same lines, is that you want to do your due diligence and ask all your questions before you make a decision. You know, so uh, because you're ultimately wanting to make the right decision, and like you said, one of the things that fights against against this is a fast decision. You know, right. uh, those don't always complement each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming coming from the place of inquiry, and I use that term quite a bit, um, is is a is a benefit in a couple of different ways. One, you get more information, but two, it does it does slow you down so that you can process the information that you get. So if if you are <clears throat> asking questions. And then thinking about what the response to those questions are, what the what the, the further input to your decision making process is, then it'll it'll slow you down enough that you can be a little bit more accurate in your decision when it when when you do come to a decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so how often uh, do you think something like this happens during a a work day for you? Um, luckily for me, no, it's not uh, a regular occurrence. Um, I, I think. I had a recent um, site visit that uh, kind of showed me where where brought this limited, to the forefront. <laughs> limited information, yeah, limited information, and then and then you and then you dig in deeper, and you're like, oh wow, there's a surprise. Yeah. And so so luckily, luckily, um, you know, you don't make major judgments on on the limited information, and then once you find out the the whole story, you know, it could if it does shift what your initial thought process was, then you're not, you're not eating crow, put it that way. And so I guess, I guess my thing is, is it was, it was a close call for me because I thought, I thought uh, we had all the information we needed. And then there was uh, a surprise at the end. I will say for me, uh, being in a new, new environment, I am asking, you know, a lot more questions um, and trying not to uh, uh, jump to conclusions myself uh, trying to make sure that I, you know, ask the right questions, ask the right, you know, people, the right questions. And as I start to understand how the company is connected, I think those questions can kind of come down some, but I think if I don't ask a lot of questions, um, I'll be naturally jumping to some conclusions, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, I'll just, I, I will probably wind up doing that. And I think I'll wind up um, paying the price for that. So to speak. yeah, you yeah. Know, so. I, I understand. Yeah, definitely understand what you're saying when you're moving into a, a new area where you're learning, you know, when you, when you shift 
careers and, and industries. It's like mm-hmm. learning a new language. It is. And, 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 and the, the good thing is that you can kind of not necessarily make mistakes, but, but ask the questions and then do things based on what you're, what you're learning, but you will be corrected. You'll be corrected kind of like learning a new language. You'll be corrected. And then you'll learn from that point on of, you know, what the right answer is or what to do next. So jumping to conclusions, well, I mean, why are we even bringing this up is, is by doing this, are we uh, causing problems with employees or workflow or, you know, business activities? I mean, why, why is, why could this potentially be a problem in your mind? Yes, it could be a problem for a couple of reasons. Um, You know, if you do have something going on with a customer that uh, you have a difference of opinion or, or there is a, uh, um, in, in this case here, it was a mechanical, it was a mechanical issue. So the cause, the root cause of that, of that mechanical issue, you need to, you need to make sure that you find out all the information and not just the superficial information. I like, like I said, you know, there, there, there is an issue or there could be an issue, but it's not necessarily the root cause of the issue. So doing a full root cause analysis um, prevents you from jumping to conclusions. You know, um, I, the other, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was, what I was going to say is the other area that um, you want to prevent jumping to conclusions is if you're in a negotiation. So mm, yes. you know, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of times that, uh, that we're negotiating contracts and things like that. And if you um, jump to conclusion as to what the meaning behind certain comments might be on a, on a contract document, then, you know, you could, you could just drive down the wrong path in, in the overall negotiation. So you want to be careful on, on what, you think the other person is is in, what their intent is, or the other side is what their intent is, when you are replying to any comments that they might make. Now, I will say, in my personal opinion, jumping to conclusions is kind of a is kind of a um, natural human activity. I mean, I think we all do it uh, to some gr- some degree naturally, and I think that not jumping to conclusions takes practice. So yes. if there's, so if there's a takeaway from this whole scenario, it's, it's the fact that you've got to practice not jumping to conclusions. It is a skill. And just like we talk about with emotional intelligence, these are all skills that you need to, you need to work on. Um, and, and you're right. Uh, making sure that, making sure that uh, you don't end up uh, going too far with the conclusion that you've made you know, could hurt relationships. It could hurt, you know, personal relationships, business relationships, things like that, that, uh, that you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to, you know, go down that path on. Yeah. You know? So is there anything else we should touch on, on this particular topic? Um, well, I think, it, it, you know, I didn't, I kind of didn't want this to be like a negative. Um, it was, I wanted to bring it up as, as hey, let's watch out for this. I almost fell down the trap of jumping to a conclusion. Yeah. But I do like I do like to to uh, you know think of of any process flow uh, that I've gone through, you know, methodically and and thinking thinking through it. So in practicing how to not jump to the conclusion, like we've just said, I think is the message here. So yeah, yeah, like you said, that's, that's where we just wanted to end up. Yeah, I I think so. I mean, to me, this takes practice. It is part of probably part of the emotional intelligence uh, type program. 
Um, but it's something that you do need to sit back, think for a second, take a breath and start asking good sound questions. And, uh, you know, I think that those are, that's just one of those parts of a, a being a good leader. So, yeah, and admitting, and also admitting if you might have gone a little too far, and that's where I think it's almost cathartic to say, yeah, wow, I almost, I almost went too far in, in this uh, one scenario last week. No and, doubt. Uh, catch, catching myself helps me not, you know, go too far next time. So one of the things that uh, Sean and I had decided to do with this podcast was not only talk about uh, business topics, but also talk about uh, adventure topics. And so I've got one that uh, I wanted to bring up before we uh, before we end here. And and um, that is that uh, I have a, a hobby uh, and, and Sean does it also some uh, uh, too. Um, and that is mountain biking. So uh, I do some off road riding. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily classify it as high end mountain biking. I mean, you know, we're not in the Colorado Rockies, you know, dropping off of, you know, very steep uh steep mountains or anything like that, but we are out in the woods crossing creeks and, you know, going through, uh, some areas that, uh, are rather tricky and here about, I would say about two years ago, I, uh, a family friend of ours, a young gentleman, uh, started coming with me. He's uh, now 13 years old. And so he's been riding now for two years with me. And, um, he started out uh, just with a, a simple bike and, and was going on some of the trails. And of course, youth is kind of taken, taken over. And, and uh, I would now have to say that uh, this young man has uh, started to become the master and I'm now the student. Um, he has uh, surpassed me in some of my capabilities. And I have a short story to tell, tell you as to why I'm thinking about this. Uh, we came to an area uh, that was a very deep ravine, probably, probably 40 feet, uh, mm. drop off and has slabbed rocks going all the way down it. And we got up to the edge of it. And, and of course there's a bypass where you can actually take some switchbacks down to the mountain, uh, down, down to the bottom of the hill. And, uh, Riley turns to me and says, um, I think I'm going to try this. I said, Really? I said, wow. Okay. Um, and I didn't deter it. You know, I was a little nervous about it. Um, because of course, if he had a wreck, I was going to have to answer to his mom. Um, but I said, okay. So, um, I just put some things in his mind to think about. I said, make sure you're off your seat. You stabilize your legs, put your butt way back. You point and you commit. And he backed up and he just went right down that thing. Of course, there were some people standing off to the side watching the whole thing. And they turned to me and go, so are you going to do it now? And I said, uh, no, because <laughs> I, I understand the risk reward and my recovery time from a, a bad wreck going down something like that would be a lot longer than his. I can tell you that. <laughs> so no, I'm going down the switchbacks, but I, I think this this story also kind of um, um, helps relate how you relate to people in business too, and that is the fact of how do you take somebody new and and coach them, develop them, show them the ropes, and then of course they start to 
to pass you up. They take on new activities. They take on new responsibilities and new roles. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a relationship there. And, and so that's why I was wanting to bring up the story. And that is a good point because you shouldn't be afraid of that, that relationship with, with somebody, you know, ending up doing better than you because yeah. you should take pride in, in teaching and it's for the betterment of the whole organization. Right. When it comes to a work scenario that, uh, that you get somebody new in there and they, they don't necessarily have to be young, but at least new with new ideas. Um, I will say that, uh, you know, Riley being young, he doesn't know, he doesn't know the risks. And he, That's and, right. And, and, didn't, and didn't you jump to a conclusion that you would hurt yourself? I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and, and, and that's a pretty strong conclusion. <laughs> probably a wise one. And it's probably a wise one in that particular case, no yeah. doubt. Now, I will say the difference here is I'm making that a conclusion about myself, not about yeah. Riley. Now, I did That's not true. jump to the conclusion on whether Riley could do it or not. I basically said, in, in my thinking, I basically said, look, you know, you've, you've got the skills. I've seen you do things. If you feel as though you're ready, because I've always told him, I said, if you don't feel comfortable doing something, don't do it. If you're not ready, don't do it. Because mountain biking is a mental game more than anything else. If your mind, yeah, if your mind is not there, then you shouldn't do it because that's when you'll make a mistake. But as soon as you feel comfortable, man, remember your basics and go. And he did. I mean, it was it was beautiful looking seeing him go down that thing, and he had no problems at all, none whatsoever. I mean, that he, is awesome. I mean, that's that's coaching. That's yeah, that's coaching. And yeah. and and he and him having the faith in you, giving him that encouragement mm-hmm. and the and the points and the points in order to, you know, be successful. So, you know, so I think that was just a, a good example of, you know, we were being, we were out having a good time on a, on a fun adventure that we like to do uh, often. I'm hoping to ride this Saturday with him. And, you know, of course, you know, it's, it's supposed to rain on Sunday. So hopefully we'll get a ride in on Saturday. So, you know, we'll see. So, uh, you know, Sean and I are planning on uh, bringing up topics like, like that also just to kind of um you know you know hand them out as as adventure ideas and also possibly how they relate to you know uh other areas of of the world your life and business so mm-hmm. should be fun anything else we want to touch on today i think that's about it for today yeah i think that was a, that was a good one so uh i hope uh i do hope that everybody has enjoyed this episode and Sean, we will chat with you. Uh, we'll see if next week works. Sounds good to me. All okay. Right, good you take care. Bye. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Sean and I will be back again to discuss another exciting business topic and work-life adventure. Take care. <laughs>